0: this thing will not be the battle will not be won by our might nor by our power but by the spirit by my spirit says the lord you're gonna have to submit it before the lord don't cry uncle cry father hallelujah cry father hallelujah hello everyone welcome to kingdom rock radio you are moments away from receiving god's rich word but first remember that you can subscribe to our roku channel as well as our podcast. And don't forget for more information, you can always contact us at www.kingdomrock.org. And now here is today's word. Good morning, Kingdom Rock. Good morning. Good morning. I'm glad to see all of you once again, right here on this beautiful Sunday morning. And good morning, whole wide world. Good morning, good morning. I know the Lord Jesus has a phenomenal word in store for you today, and I cannot wait to get right into it. Well, as you know, we've been in a series entitled God's Divine Protection Plan. We've been studying Psalm 91, and it looks like we're trying to wrap up this series I'm not sure if we're going to do it all today, but we will take our time and hear from the Lord. And I am so excited that you are here with us this morning or whenever you're watching. You could be watching in the evening. I don't know. But you are watching and listening, and we want you to know that we love you guys so very much, and we're praying for you. So be encouraged and allow the Word of God to fill your soul, to fill your heart, and give you strength for these needed days amen hallelujah all right well before we get started let's go ahead and have a word of prayer and then we're going to blow our shofar heavenly father we thank you so very much in the mighty name of jesus for this day that you have created that you have made lord we ask that you would speak to us today expressly by your spirit that you would lead us into all truth and show us things to come Holy Spirit, we know that you are the teacher, so we ask you to teach us today. Teach us, teach us, teach us, and impart the wisdom of God into us. We ask for a fresh anointing, fresh anointing, and and if there's anyone under the sound of my voice that that is not well, that is sick, Father, we pray in Jesus' name, by the stripes of Jesus, that they be healed. Lord God, healed from any virus or disease, healed from any back pains or or headaches, migraines. We declare it now in the mighty name of Jesus. We release the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And Father, we thank you for this miracle, this healing and deliverance. We love you today, and we thank you so very much. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, and amen. Well, it's time for us to blow our shofar, so get ready. We're going to try to use a little bit of special effects today. Uh, You know, we're on video. So um, here we go blowing the shofar. All right. Wasn't that awesome? Praise the Lord. You like our little special effects there? (laughs) Praise the Lord. Well, all right. Let's get into the rich word of God today. Are you ready for a miracle? My God, I am too. So I pray that you're praying with us today. We're going to have just a wonderful time in the word of God. Oh, by the way, thank you so very much for your faithful giving and support of the ministry especially in crucial times like this, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing to support the ministry in your tithes and in offerings. As we say it, as we say here at Kingdom Rock, when you give, people live. And I tell you, the word of God is still going out actually even more so, it seems like, all around the world through every platform that Kingdom Rock has. We're still touching lives here in the United States and overseas. We're still supporting ministry. Hallelujah. The work of Jesus is still going on. Christ is alive and well here at Kingdom Rock. And so I want to thank you guys so very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing to support the ministry. Hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, let's go to Psalm 91. We're going to read it once again. Psalm 91, verses uh, 1 through 16, and then we'll go back and uh, just continue in it, okay? All right, here we go. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Glory, glory, glory to the Lamb of God. Oh, that is so awesome. I'm telling you, I'm just not tired. I am not satisfied just yet uh, with, with Psalm 91. There's still so much more that is here. All right, let me remind you of of the, uh, the word in Hebrews, the fourth chapter, Hebrews 4, uh, verses 1 and 2. And it says, "Let us therefore fear, lest the promise being left us of entering into His rest, any of you should seem to come short of it." Let's fear. In other words, let's be uh, let's be alert. Let's be alert, and let us realize that these promises that God is giving us in Psalm 91, some of them can fall short. Some of us, some people can fall short and not inherit it and not inherit what God is saying. In other words, it's not automatic, but verse number two says, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So again, as we have said before, don't allow the word of God to be some, uh, some pretty dishes on the shelf. Don't allow it to be that way. Uh uh-uh. uh. You use the word of God. Put the word of God in practice. Don't let it be just some religious stuff that you hear every once in a while. No, you're going to have to use what God is giving you today. As one man said, uh, you can't lose with the stuff I use. Hallelujah. You're going to have to put the word of God in practice. And let me take this to another level, too. Not only are you required to hear the word, but you're also required required to do the word. And as you hear it, you must also be an instructor because you are taught to teach. You are fed to feed. You are comforted to bring comfort to others. So whenever you hear the word of God, and I want you to hear me child of God, whenever you hear the word of God, you must hear it. You must hear it uh, with the intent to instruct others. You must hear it with the intent to instruct others. Please hear that, you're hearing with the intent of instructing others the word of God must pass through you to someone else that doesn't mean that you're going to stand behind the pulpit with a microphone but that may mean you will have uh, one-on-one conversations at work or or at home you'll be instructing others over the phone maybe even on your social media but you are hearing to teach you are you are instructed to instruct you are comforted to bring comfort to others you are receiving Receiving hope so that you may give hope to others. Do you understand that? Glory to God. So don't just, don't be a... what's the word a a dead pool so to speak where water flows in but it doesn't go anywhere else from there no you are hearing because you know that you're gonna have to number one use it and number two you're gonna have to instruct someone else in it hallelujah amen amen so this is why we're listening today Uh, this is why you're watching this is why you're listening this is why I'm here in this pulpit God has given me the commission to teach the word of God glory to god i know who i am finally and i know what he's called me to do and this is the spot where he wants me to be hallelujah to instruct you to give you what thus saith the lord so i pray that you hear it today hallelujah all right, so let's go back to Psalm 91, and we're going to do our wind-up pitch, and uh, Psalm 91, verse number 9, I'm going to read verse 9, and we're going to just walk on through, I want to I remind you a few, of a few things, and then we'll, then we'll go on. Verse 9 says again, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. Remember, you made God your home because you made God your home, your habitation, uh, your dwelling place, your resting place. Because you have done that, here we are in verse number 10. It says, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling Because God is your dwelling place, because he is your habitation, because he is your home, God says no evil is going to befall you. Neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. Verse 11, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. And in verse 12, they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Now, for more on that, go back and listen to last week's message entitled, Why You Tripping? Why You Tripping? Glory to God. Because we, we talked about how many of us are tripping over the word of God, tripping over God's will for our lives, tripping over his promises. We are tripping in disobedience. we've been disobedient in many things and we have failed to repent. So before we go into the next verse, before we go into the next verses, let's get this very clear what God is saying doing, what God is saying for us to do. We're going to have to repent before God, because if you are honest, and I need you to be honest, there are some areas in your life that you are not 100 percent compliant with the spirit of God these areas must be submitted to God. You have to confess that before the Lord. You have to get that out in front of him, and you're going to have to trust that through the power of his spirit, not the power of your flesh, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, you will be able to overcome that thing. Hallelujah. You're going to have to declare that you are an overcomer. Glory to God. No matter how much power this thing has had over you, no matter how many times you have done it, no matter how Minute, no, no, no matter how many times you have tried to stop, uh, but you have failed, uh, listen, this thing will not be, the battle will not be won by our might, nor by our power, but by the Spirit, by my Spirit, says the Lord. You're going to have to submit it before the Lord. Don't cry, uncle. Cry, Father. Hallelujah. Cry, Father. Hallelujah. Whatever area that is not completely submitted to God, whatever area that you where you're still tripping. You're still stumbling, still stumbling over God's promises, still stumbling. Then we're gonna have to submit that before God, be honest before him. Please hear me. Please, please, please. Please be honest before the Lord and submit that to him. You will need to do that because the Bible declares in the book of James, submit yourselves therefore unto God and resist the and resist the devil and he will flee from you. We're gonna have to be completely submitted to God hallelujah and listen uh, the ability that you will have to resist the devil is in alignment with your submission to God that is the more you submit to God the more you be able to resist the devil a little submission a little resistance a lot of submission a lot of resistance hallelujah so we're gonna have to give ourselves over to the Lord. That's how that's gonna have to be. We're gonna have to first start with repentance. Now God tells us why. I love this in Psalm ninety-one. He tells us why we got to stop tripping. He tells us why. Now we're about to go into the next part now of the series, and this is entitled today's message is entitled the uh, the promise of power. The promise of power. All right. You ready to go now? So this is why the Lord t- is telling us that we have to get ourselves in proper alignment with him. Number one, we're living in the last days and you are well aware of that now. You, you, you are well aware that it's getting darker out there. So the church has to be getting brighter and brighter and brighter. The time for playing games, the time for a fake church, as they say, is over with. You, you remember way back in the day, or should I say only a few months ago, when people would just come to church just to show people what they were wearing. Oh, you like my outfit today? They came to church uh, to see who was there. Or even some people came to church to find who they could go home with. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, they came to church for a myriad of reasons but only some i i want to say the majority came to church for jesus came to hear the word of god hallelujah this other stuff is over. over it's over it's over school is out it's time for the rubber to meet the road and it's time to be serious with god now hallelujah It's time to be serious with him. So this is why the Lord is telling us that we got to stop tripping. Uh, We're going to have to be, we're going to have to yield our complete lives over to him by the spirit. Don't trust your flesh. Yield your entire life to him by the spirit. Let the Holy Spirit uh, keep you encouraged. Let him help you to overcome these things that have been overcoming you. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So let's go on a little bit further. Now, again, in just a little while, we'll be you will be coming out of your homes. We'll be coming out of our, our, our out of our it's kind of like um, it's kind of like the rabbits coming out of, of their place of hibernation. And, you know, these other animals will be coming out. This virus thing is is going to be over in just a little while, Uh, maybe another few weeks or so, or maybe a week or so. This thing will be over and you'll be coming out. You will no longer be sheltering in place. You will be going out. But when you go out, hear me. This is a prophetic word. Hear me. When you go out, you'll be going out into a different world altogether. Things will not be the same as what they were before. You can, if you, if we have any, if you've watched anything, you already know things have changed, but we will be going back out to a different type of world. Hallelujah. Things will have changed and you're going to have to be prepared for this new world, for this new world that's happening, that's going on. And you and I right now are going to have to pray against whatever the enemy is doing, whatever he is setting in place. We pray right now confusion upon the enemy's camp, confusion through his plans. We declare blindness upon them in Jesus' name, that they bewildered, that they stumble in Jesus' name. Computer problems, whatever, whatever the devil has got going on right now, we declare confusion, confusion, confusion in the name of Jesus so that more people will be saved. They'll come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Because this thing, you know, is wrapping up. It is wrapping up fast but as I told you this virus is about to end and when it does you will be leaving your homes going back to work going back in different places to a whole new world and you must be ready for it hear me child of God you must be ready for what you will face and a part of that a part of that is you aligning yourself with God part of that is you stop tripping Hallelujah. Let's give that to the Lord. All right. So, again, we're going to go and face that an enemy. But how can you face an enemy or fight an enemy when you're acting just like him? Remember, the Lord Jesus said the prince of this world is coming, uh, but he has nothing in me. There's nothing in me. Jesus said there's nothing in me that resembles the devil there's nothing in me that the devil can use against me. And that's going to have to be our testimony by the grace of God, not by your might, nor by your power, but by the spirit of God. So by the grace of God, declare that you already are an overcomer by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Everything that you think that you should do by the grace of God declare that you're doing it now, where it's having an active prayer life, an active study life. You, we need to be in The Word of God, whatever it is, we need to do it by the Spirit of God. You won't be able to do it by your flesh, it's gonna have to be by the Spirit. Please hear that prophetic word once again. You won't be able to do things, things these things by the flesh you're going to have to do it by the spirit through the spirit that is you're calling unto the lord you're praying you you're laying your case before him you're confessing your sins before him you're repenting of your sins and as you're doing that you're receiving his power to overcome the adversary amen amen and amen now As we said before, in just a little while, you're going to have to go out from your homes. And verse 13 tells us about that and about what's going to happen as we go on down. Verse 13 says, thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Now, I want you to know, first of all, that when the Bible says thou shalt, at the very end of that, it says thou shalt uh, trample. Rather, it says, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Let's deal with that under feet part for a moment. When you're putting things under your feet, you're talking about taking full authority. You're talking about uh, subjugating and dominating. So this is a promise God's promising us that you will be able to dominate or subjugate the power of the enemy. Now, for all of this to happen, and you're going to see this, we're going we're to go, go through this today. For all of this to happen, the enemy must be present. He has to have some kind of control in order for you to trample on him, uh, in, order for you to, in order for us to tread upon him. He's going to have to have some sort of control, some sort of influence. And we're going to look at this. So he's present out there, but God will be sending you forth. And a part of this sending forth is you will have his power. You will take his power and it will be under your feet. Now, this is the fulfillment, I believe, of Genesis, the third chapter, verse 15. Let's look at that. Genesis three, verse 15. And it says, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman. And between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. This, of course, talking about Christ and what Jesus would do. The word bruise there means to crush. Jesus was crushed so that you and I could bruise the head or crush the head of the adversary. Head meaning authority. And didn't Jesus do that? Of course he did. He crushed the, uh, the enemy's authority. He crushed his head. But the Lord was also bruised. He was also crushed upon the cross. Jesus was crushed so that we could have power and dominion and authority over the adversary, over the devil, over Satan. He gave Jesus again was crushed so that we could have full authority so that we could subjugate so that we could reign over the powers of the enemy. Now understand this. The devil has authority but his authority is false. He has false authority. False authority. So you're going in and you are basically taking back the things that Jesus has already won you're not going forth uh, trying to win the war no Jesus has already won the war but you're going to enforce what enforce the victory that he has already won much like the children of Israel going into the promised land. God had already given them the promised land. As a matter of fact, the promised land, the land of Canaan, was already theirs. God had given it to Abraham many years ago, hundreds of years ago. He gave it to Abraham, and then his descendants went into Egypt. While they were in Egypt, other people began to settle over there. They began to use the property that belonged to the children of Israel. God told them in Egypt, he said, hey, I got a land for you that's flowing with milk and honey. It's your land. And you're going back. Basically, you're going back to repossess that that's already yours, the victory that I have already given to you. But it wasn't going to be without a fight. It wasn't going to be without a struggle because it was their land, yes, but they had to fight to repossess it, fight to possess it. But don't worry. It wasn't their might that was uh, uh, it, the battles or the victory was not dependent upon their might, but by the might of the Spirit God was with them in every single battle every time they heard the voice of God and they did what he said the battle was already won glory to God once again it wasn't by might their might nor by their power but it was by the Lord's Spirit by his word as long as they heard the voice of God and did what he said they had victory it's the same thing with you it's the same thing with you. We're not fighting to win a war. Jesus has already done that. We're fighting to take possession of the thing that he has already won. Glory to God. We're fighting to take possession of the peace, take possession of the prosperity, take possession of the health, take possession of our marriage, having a great marriage and, and a great family. We're fighting to take possession of it because just like they did in the land of Canaan, the the, the inhabitants there, uh, the the Hiv, Hivites and the Jebusites and all of the otherites they didn't want to leave that place so Israel had to force them out and that's what you and I are doing now forcing the enemy out we are taking authority over what God has already given to you you already have the authority you all you are already more than a conqueror you are already healed you are already delivered you have already been set free you're fighting now to take possession over what Jesus has already given to you and the enemy is fighting trying to keep you from it but Jesus has already said it's yours take possession you live in it you walk in it you dwell in it glory to God you can do this because it's not again not by your might nor by your power not by your intellect or by your schooling or by your cuteness or prettiness or handsomeness it's by the spirit of God hallelujah and as long as you hear his word digest his word and do what he says you will have victory every single time but if you forsake the word of God if you forsake the Lord this is when we're going to uh, end up in failure so many times and then we'll have to go back and repent again and oh, but all we have to do is just hear, just hear. My God, my God, I pray that you're getting something out of this today. So the enemy was crushed. Rather, Jesus was crushed. Christ, uh, Christ Jesus was crushed upon that cross so that we could have authority over the enemy. Hallelujah. Now, understand something. If we go back and look at verse 13 again, I want to show you some other things. As we go back and look at 13 again, it says, Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Now, these terms, lion and adder, adder simply means a snake, a poisonous snake. So lion and a poisonous stake, stake, Lord God, I guess I'm kind of hungry now, yeah. Lion and poisonous snake and dragon, all these terms describe one being. They all describe the devil. Every last one. And the Lord said you will tread upon him. You will trample upon him. Now, let me prove this to you. Uh, even in first first Peter, uh, the fifth chapter, verse number eight, first Peter five, eight, it says, be sober, be vigilant because because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. All right, so Jesus identifies the devil as a roaring lion. That's what he's trying to do, as a roaring lion. And Then, of course, we know in Genesis, the third chapter, we saw the serpent there, the enemy using the serpent there, trying to uh, influence Adam and Eve, and he did. And then, of course, we know in Revelation 12, Revelation 12, verse 9, it says, Uh, and the great dragon was cast out that old serpent called the devil and Satan which deceiveth the whole world he was cast out into the into the earth and his angels were cast out with him all right so all of those terms in verse 13 all talk about Satan all talk about the adversary all right So we're going to overcome him by the blood of the lamb, by the word of our testimonies, not loving our lives unto death. We're going to overcome him by the grace of God. And we're also going to overcome him uh, with the power of God's angels. And we see we as we see this here in um, in Psalm 91. Now, how does all this look and how are we going to overcome them specifically? Well, let's look at the word tread here. The word tread, we're going to look at two words, tread and trample. Once again, the Bible says that thou shalt tread, tread, tread means to lead, to uh, to bend or march, march forth. So we're going to march forth. That is when you leave your dwelling places. Again, this virus is going to be over very soon. So this time is going to be over very soon. And I pray that we have not used this time Uh, vicariously because we would need God gave us this time the enemy meant it for evil but God turned this thing around for good and he gave us this time to prepare because when the doors open again and they will open again you're going to have to march forth as an army marching forth as an army so he says you will tread you will tread upon let's go back let's look at verse 13 again he says, thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder. Now, the word lion, of course, denotes fear, intimidation. A lion's roar is one with fear. It causes, uh, it intimidates his prey, and actually his roar can be heard uh, from, from miles away, from miles away. And when his roar is heard, when a lion's roar is heard, it can paralyze the thing that he's the thing that he's trying to uh, devour. It paralyzes him, and he, then, of course, he just goes right up to it and, uh, and devours it. So the lion is a thing, is a creature that, uh, that symbolizes authority. It symbolizes authority, and it symbolizes intimidation and fear, all right? Lion symbolizing authority, uh, intimidation, and fear, all right? So we look at this. Now, the Bible says also the adder or the poisonous snake. Now, the poisonous snake, of course, that talks about a personal tempter. Look at that. Look at that in Genesis, the third chapter again, where the the snake was used, the serpent was used to tempt and deceive Adam and Eve. The, The woman was deceived, but not Adam. So it was used to deceive them and then we see it says the young lion the young lion symbolizing that the lion's powers is at his peak at his peak the young lion his power his influence his ability to intimidate his speed all of that is at his peak he's at his strongest point just like it says the young lion and the dragon now we see the the snake in genesis 3 has now become the dragon there in the book of of revelation so even the serpent now is a dragon and it's at its peak so this talks about once you see this you're going to march on you're going to tread upon the lion and the and the adder well that's the first phase there because these are things that will attack you personally personally and then there will be global attacks There will be global uh, fear, much like we have today. Global fear, that's the lion roaring, global fear. And there'll be a global uh, deception. They will give you facts, uh, or we would say, they will give you lies that will appear to be true. They will give you lying facts. And this is how the enemy will deceive the world. Now, the Bible says that we will tread upon them. We will tread. You will march upon them. In other words, uh, you will hear it, but you will not be afraid. You will hear it, but you will not be deceived. It will be so clear as if someone is telling you, hey, well, today the sky, uh, science has told us that the sky is really green. And you look up and you see the sky. This is pretty and blue. The, The deception will be so clear to you, so clear. And you will wonder, doesn't everybody see this? Doesn't everybody know what's going on? Well, it's not you. It's actually Christ in you. It's the spirit of God within you that is keeping you from um, the lion's roar and the poison of the serpent. Now, it says we're going to march out. We're going to tread upon. It says thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion at the height of his strength, the peak of his strength. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Now, the word trample there, let's look at that. The word trample means to stomp upon. It means to walk upon abusively. Oh, isn't that something to walk upon abusively? that is like someone, you know, crushing cans and, you know, you're just going about and you're crushing it as you're as you're marching. You're crushing the enemy. You are crushing the enemy. You're just abusing. It's like it's not even there. You're grinding it to powder as you're marching. You're walking upon it. So this thing that the enemy is planning, his strategy, his deception that he's perpetrating against the whole world again with the intent to make everybody afraid and intimidate to subjugate people you better do what i say or this is going to happen to you and then he will give you a bunch of fake news or or lying facts lying facts that will that that's in an attempt to deceive the world deceive the nations deceive the world but you will see them clearly this is what the bible's talking about and god said as you march out as you go forth you'll see it happening in the news you'll see it in the newspaper you'll even hear people talking about it but for you you're not deceived and you're not afraid and sometimes you may wonder why aren't i afraid why i mean i understand what's going on but it's not that why is this it's jesus in you it's the spirit of god in you the enemy would love to hoodwink you, to put something over on you, but he cannot. Oh, you're hearing? He cannot, and he won't be able to do that. Glory to God. So here again, here's the promise of power. Here's the promise of power. Now, now, as I told you before, the enemy has false authority. False authority. He's trying to set himself up as being God. He is the God of this world system. But he's not the Lord of all. He's not the he's not the God. Hallelujah. He has false authority. Now, in Matthew 28, verse 18, let me show you this. Matthew 28, verse 18 says, and Jesus came and told and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and in earth. He said, I've been given all authority. So if he has all authority, that tells you the devil doesn't have any authority. Remember, he's just like those inhabitants in the in the land of Canaan that swearing this is my house this is my property this is my stuff but God had already given it to them already given to them they just had to have courage and listen to what God was saying hallelujah and follow what he said and then they would take back a thing that already belonged to them glory to God now how does this look when we march out and we trample over the enemy, how exactly does this, how does it look? And how is it actually going to work out? Well, it's going to work out with the Holy Spirit, first of all, uh, filling you with the fruit of his spirit, with the fruit of the spirit there. You'll find out more about that in Galatians, the fifth chapter. You're going to begin to exhibit or exemplify the fruit of God's spirit. And a part of that is love because love is joyful. Love is peaceful. Love is long-suffering. That is, it is patient. Love is kind, and, and love is love is gentle, right? So again, love suffers long. <laughs> That's it, patience. Love is very persevering. Hallelujah. So and it goes through all, all the fruits, all the fruit of the Spirit. You will exemplify All of the fruit of the spirit, Uh, love is temperate, Um, that is, it control, and it goes on down. But you're going to begin to exemplify the characteristics of the Holy Spirit. And also God will use you in it in the gifts of the spirit there in First Corinthians, the 12th chapter. So expect these things to begin to to come forth uh, in your life. Uh, You're becoming more loving and you will find that the gifts of the Spirit, whether it's tongues and interpretation of tongues, gifts of healing, the gift of wisdom, uh, the gift of prophecy, discernment, all of the gifts of the Spirit, you'll find that the Holy Spirit will use some of these more than others in your life. But as you march out, hear me, this is what you, I pray, my God, I thank you, Lord, that your people are hearing your word as you march forth, expect that the Lord turns up the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Expect that he will turn up the gifts of the Spirit in your life because you will need these to overcome this adversary. Now, Jesus also told us there in Mark 16, Mark 16, uh, verse 17 and 18. This is what he said about all believers. He said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. Expect that. They shall speak with new tongues expect that have a new language and uh, that also includes the Holy Spirit speaking by the Spirit Uh, in speaking in tongues yes but speaking by the Spirit speaking by the Spirit somebody says well I haven't been able to speak with tongues I haven't been able to I haven't been able to do that but you will speak by the Spirit hallelujah I could care less if you speak with tongues and with all kind of tongues if nobody can understand it then what good is it unless it is your your uh prayer language and then of course you were being edified internally hallelujah that's for you you're being edified by that tongue but here I know the, uh, the Lord is talking about definitely, definitely uh, um, speaking in tongues by the spirit. But this is also speaking a new language or speaking by the spirit. It's a new tongue, a new language as the spirit of God speaks forth through you. And you'll find that there'll be words of hope. Uh, there'll be words of faith. And in some cases, words of correction as the Holy Spirit begins to use you in that area. So expect that you will speak with a new language, the Bible says, and also they shall take up serpents. They shall take up serpents, uh, and many times this means um, uh, we will deal with deceptions. We will deal with deceptions. Yes, if a physical snake is there, yes, we'll deal with it. But I believe this is more importantly talking about physical, uh, rather, uh, deceptions. Deceptions. You will pick them up. You will handle. That's not true. And you will cast them aside. And it says. And if they drink any deadly thing, if you ingest any poisonous thing, it shall not hurt them. He says it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So supernatural power and authority. Here's the promise of power that God has given to you. And verse number 13, this is what's going to happen as you come forth from your dwelling places. Now again, you're sheltering in place right now, and this is temporary. You will march forth, and when you march forth, we're gonna have to, first of all, stop tripping. That is, as you're there at home, you are getting together with God and you're asking him to cleanse you. You're asking him to wash you. Impure thoughts, impure motives, you are checking yourself. Have I forgiven everybody? Do I have anything in my heart against you, Father? You are getting all that together because I'm telling you now, I pray that you hear me when the doors open once again and the world goes back when people come out from their homes and the government says, all right, it's time, for us to go out, go back to business as usual, I'm telling you now, it will not be business as usual. You will hear the roar of the lion. You will see the dragon's breath. You will see intimidation and fear will creep up. Now, this thing may take place over two weeks. It may take place over two months or two years. I don't know. But the fulfillment of it will come. I'm telling you, it will come. And when it comes, you must be ready. Fake church is over fake Christianity is over I'm telling you you must be ready and not only must you be ready you will be ready so ask God to search your heart even right now search your heart now listen uh, those of you that are children that are watching me now uh, you won't be able to uh, to hold out based on your parents relationship You're going to have to have your own relationship with Christ, not only knowing that you know the Lord uh, or that you're born again, but also knowing why you are born again. Why are you saved? Why? You're going to have to know not only that you know Christ, but why do you know him? What does it mean to be a Christian? You're going to have to know these things. And I thank God that you're hearing me. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, that your word shall not return into your void, but it shall accomplish that thing. It it shall accomplish uh, that which you please. And Father, rather it shall accomplish your pleasure and father I thank you as well that where you're sending your word it's going to prosper it's going to prosper in the thing where to you sent it father I thank you for that in Jesus mighty name now last I want to tell you this uh, once again that when you go forth as we begin to close right now when you go forth it's going to be another world Another world that's filled with intimidation, but you will not be intimidated and you will not be fooled. And that is for a reason. You will walk over the enemy's false authority. You will crush them. Well, again, how does it look like with you crushing the enemy? How does that look like? What is, what is it? What does it look like? Make it plain to me. Well, you can find that in the life of Jesus everywhere where he went. He crushed the head of the adversary. He crushed the head of the enemy. Someone was sick. He healed them, crushing the head of the enemy. Where people were believing lies, he simply spoke truth. And many times he just simply had to show up and demons cried out. Hallelujah. You just have to show up. The presence of God just show up and things began to happen. Glory to God. So if you want to see how this happens or or how it looks, look at it in the life of Jesus. Jesus walked it out. Look at it. Look at it in the life of the apostles. They walked it out. They didn't do anything. I mean, they didn't hang, hang a sign. At least I don't think so. They didn't hang a sign saying, hey, I'm a great healer. Come here. But what they did, they walked about their normal lives and they saw the crippled man there at the gate. They pick him up and say, Here, such as we have, we give to you in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. They're going about their normal lives, walking here and walking there and, and doing what they've been called to do. Whether you're a doctor, lawyer, whether you work at the food bank or whether you're a stay at home mom, a fry cook, whatever God has called you to do as you go about your life being led by the spirit, you will encounter you will encounter different challenges. You will encounter some serpents and some scorpions, so to speak and or some lions and dragons and you will crush them you will crush them you will crush them whether you're standing in line in a uh, in walmart and you hear someone's conversation and, and the holy spirit just puts in your heart hey why don't you say this he you will speak by the spirit you will speak with new tongues Expect to speak with a new tongue, a bold tongue, hallelujah, a bold tongue. Expect to speak by the Spirit. You will need to do this in this time. Now, let's might as well look at it. Let's go um, to Luke, the 10th chapter, Luke 10, 19. And the Lord Jesus says here, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hallelujah. He said that he gives you power over all the power of the enemy. Now, how can Jesus do that? How can he give us power over all of it? Well, let's look in Philippians, the second chapter. Philippians, the second chapter. Uh, verse number 9 and 9, 10, 11. And it says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and gave him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is lord to the glory of god the father so again we're going to stop it right here today i wanted to get in oh my god i wanted to get in verse 14 but that's not going to happen today this is god's promise of power to you he says shortly hear this prophetic word shortly you will be leaving your homes Shortly, they'll say, let's go to life back as usual again. Let's go shopping. Let's let's go eat out and let's go have a good time. Let's fellowship one with another. But I'm telling you that all those promises will have strings attached. There will be new requirements. You hear the roaring of the lion spirit of intimidation. You will hear a lot of fake news. You will hear you will hear lies that will appear to be true lies that will appear to be fact there will be deceptions and the spirit of god within you will trouble your heart "Mm, that's not true that's not so that's that's not so well how are you going to work this thing out well when you go about your daily life the holy spirit will give you opportunities like he did with the lord jesus jesus knew he told his disciples i must needs go through samaria and while he was there was he doing something special? No, he was sitting there at the well. Why was he sitting on the well? He was thirsty. He was going about his business. He knew he needed to be there, and he sat there, and he, he needed what was there. And he told the woman, hey, give me something to drink and that started the whole conversation. I'm not telling you that many times that that there will be times that you'll have to go out of your way. Surely, surely that may be the case from uh, from time to time. But many times God will put people right in your path and he will give you a word. You will speak with new tongues. Hallelujah. You will cast out demons or devils. How that look? I don't know. Maybe just being in their presence. Maybe some people are spitting sputter and all of that but I believe that there will be a change that will happen because you are there because you fully submitted to God because you stop tripping and and you stop trying to do things by the flesh and you began to enable the spirit of God to work in you and through you whoo my god I pray you got that today next week we'll be going back even deeper uh, and I believe we'll be getting into verse number 14 Oh, I cannot wait. But I want you to receive these promises. Don't get them and just put them on the shelf and say, oh, that was something nice or or hmm, that, that was interesting. Maybe that happened. No. Receive this word by faith and begin to declare it over your life that you will walk with power. Begin to confess that you will tread. You will tread on the lion and the adder and the young lion and dragon shall you trample under feet You're going to subjugate your enemy. You're going to trample them. You're going to walk on them abusively. It shall not hurt you. It shall not hurt you. Hallelujah. You shall not be intimidated. You shall not be fearful. And you shall not be deceived. You will walk forth with great power and authority. Now, child of God, please hear me. You're going to have to pray this in. You're going to have to declare it and pray this in. How do you do that? Well, how did you get saved? You heard the word of God. You believed his word. You allowed the word to penetrate your heart. And then you confess with your mouth. And that's exactly what you're going to have to do here. You're hearing the word of God today. Don't let it slip, but mix the word with faith. And you're going to see this word manifest in your life. Glory to God. Well, you've heard the word once now. Now rewind and hear it again because there's something else that God wants you to hear in the second listen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I'm thankful that you are part of this series with me today. And uh, before we go, I want to have a word of prayer with you. And I'm looking forward to the next time that we are together. Remember, uh, we will have service again every Thursday, Thursday at six o'clock. While well, this all the stuff goes on Thursday at six o'clock. We're going to be having services live, so make sure that you are tuning in to hear it. Now, of course, there is a blessing when you hear the word later on on the replay, but there's also something special that goes on when you hear the word as it goes out initially. So do your best, do your best to hear it as it comes out. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, let me pray over you. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I pray over your people right now. And Lord, I pray that in that time, they will be ready. As they go forth from their houses, as they go forth from their dwelling places, Father, I pray that you will empower them by your spirit and that the fruit of the spirit would manifest in their lives and the gifts of the spirit would manifest in their lives and that they would see and know that you're in full control of their lives and that they have no need to be afraid, uh, neither uh, intimidated. And Father, I thank you that their eyes will be wide open and Lord, that they will have a hearing ear to hear your voice and to follow your instruction. And you will lead them into the place where they should be and they will see your salvation and supernatural deliverance. Lord, I plead the precious blood over everyone that is listening. And I declare that this destroyer must pass over their homes and must pass over their lives. I thank you, Father, for everyone. And Father, I pray a special blessing upon those that, uh, that give into the ministry as well in times and in offerings. Thank you, Lord, for our partners, for our members and our partners who are helping us to preach this gospel all around the world. We bless you, Father. And we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's it, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me uh, this week. I look forward to being back with you on Thursday when we're going to continue in the series, Peace in the Storm. right? I love you now and we will see you next time. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Remember, if you would like to hear today's message in its entirety or hear the entire series, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. That's kingdomrock.org. You can also subscribe to our podcast and get it on the go. And if you have a Roku device, make sure you search for Kingdom Rock TV. In there, you will find this program and so much more. We would also love to see you in a live service. Just go to our website to get the details at www.kingdomrock.org. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.